and entitled Karen tries to buy my pet lizards off of me. And when I tell her no, they are not for sale, she then tries to steal them. And I'm still in shock of this entitled Karen's audacity, and I still can't believe that she tried this. Here's what happened. So to start things out, I have two bearded dragons. One is expensive and very pretty looking. It's yellow with orange and a very grayish blue. He's also much larger than most dragons, which makes him a fun opportunity for people who want to take a photo of him. I also have a female named Bella, who is a little less pretty, but we all love her the same. Now, when it comes to me, I have a few disorders, like social anxiety and bipolar manic depression. So these lizards are my lifeline. They're now officially service animals, and I can take them anywhere I want legally, and it is safe. The story takes place in a pet-friendly mall. I have a stroller to carry these guys in that doubles as a backpack, and they're very well-behaved. They don't jump out, and I can zip them up if need be. Now, people who know bearded dragons know they can be put together in the same cage or in places together with no real supervision. My bearded dragons are more friendly than most. They don't care about other dragons or animals, and there's a divider in the stroller. So I'm walking with my friend around GameStop, and I just had a pleasant interaction with the lady working there. She took some photos, and we discussed reptiles, because she has a gecko at home. We traveled a few times around the mall, stopped at the food court to grab some food, and after we finished eating and continued walking, I was stopped by a lady who didn't look like a Karen off the bat, who also had a tubby, red-faced little boy who looked very upset. The mom then introduces herself, and for the sake of the story, we'll call her Karen. And the first interaction goes like this. The Karen says to us, Hey, can we see your bearded dragons? My son really likes them and he thinks they're pretty. I say to her, Of course, let me unzip their carrier so you can take a look at them. Her son kind of squeaks, and he's very excited, which is the exact opposite of how he looked earlier. So I take out Bella, because she is the most friendly and has a lot less anxiety. The Karen then says, Can my son hold him? He's never held one before. As a side note, they do have harnesses and leashes on, because when I let them in the grass on the floor, they do like to trot around. The son then kind of retorts that he would rather hold the other one because he's bigger and prettier. I then say, I'm sorry, I'd rather you not hold him. He's a little bit more sensitive, and I don't like him getting scared with new people holding him. The Karen then said, Oh, it's fine. He can hold him. He's very nice with animals. He almost has a special connection with them, you know. I was holding Bella at this point and started to sense that this is going to get out of hand. So I went to grab the carrier to put her back. And that's when it finally happened. This entitled Karen looks at me and says, Look, my son really likes him. So would it be possible for me to buy both of them from you? And I was honestly blown away by her request. At this point, I'm zipping up the carrier and getting ready to put it on my back. I then say to her, No, I'm not willing to sell them to you just because your son is really interested. Also, do you not understand how much money and work these guys are? The entitled Karen then clapped back. She said to me, if you don't sell me them, I'll call the police and say you stole them. She then lunged for the bag in my hands before I had a chance to put it on, and I just barely managed to turn before she grabbed it. Now at this point, my friend was gone, going to get security about halfway through this, and it's right about at this moment that one of the security guards comes up. The entitled Karen then starts screaming, she stole them, she stole my pets, those are mine, she saw my carrier and she stole all of it. The guard just sighs and asks the lady to please leave or she will have the police called on her again. She's arguing with a guard about how it's real this time, and the guard's just staring at her with utter disbelief. Also, her son at this point was crying about how he didn't get a hold of my lizards and how he won't get to have one for a pet. Thankfully, the guard at this point had just told us to go do our thing because he had this handled, and that it's not too uncommon that this has happened with this person before, while also explaining that if this person does come back for us and doesn't leave, that we should let them 
know as soon as possible. So we did just that and we left. And as we were leaving, she was in handcuffs in a police cruiser with a lady with a service dog standing not too far behind talking to another police officer. That is a crazy situation. Can you imagine bringing your pet to a mall only to then have someone literally try to steal it from you? Like seriously, I think I would lose my mind if someone tried that on me. There's no way that's going to happen in the slightest. And this is especially bad for the original poster. Now granted, I've never heard of a lizard being a service animal, but hey, if it fits the bill and it is something that you really do need, then by all means, have the service animal with you. And worst of all, it sounds like this is not the first time that this lady's done this. I mean, that is an entirely different level of crazy, to be completely honest. Because what if the situation was reversed? What if the security guard really did believe this crazy Karen and the original poster lost their pets right then and there? But thankfully, the security guard knew what was happening here, and clearly they've dealt with this crazy lady many times before. So thankfully, justice was served on this entitled crazy Karen. Because trying to take someone else's pet, especially a service animal, is unbelievably disgusting. And she absolutely deserved to go to jail. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also follow Am I the Jerk on Instagram and Twitter to see all the stories that couldn't make it into the videos. Am I the Jerk for not wanting to split my jackpot winnings with my husband's friend? Here's what happened. So I'm a 30-year-old female and I played the lottery for the first time last year when everyone else was talking about the Powerball jackpot. Since then, I've been playing casually, only spending a few dollars a week. I occasionally won a few bucks and never really expected to win anything big. But it was nice to dream as I had a ton of debt and have been struggling a lot. Fast forward a few months ago and I checked the winning numbers one night against my ticket and it matched with my numbers perfectly. Initially, I didn't believe it and I thought there had to be a mistake so I told my husband and we checked it like a dozen times and I was right. We actually won. This is life-changing multi-generational money. We instantly agreed to keep the news to ourselves and wait a few months before we did anything. The past few months have been an incredible high, filled with disbelief, and though it has been difficult, we have managed not to make any large purchases or change our lifestyle in the slightest. We fantasize about what to do with our money, but the time to claim is drawing near, so we have begun having more practical discussions about how to claim it and what to do with it. While discussing it, my husband brought up the idea that he thinks it'll be a good idea to split the money with his best friend and business partner by the name of Tommy. Tommy is not his real name. My husband and Tommy have been best friends since they were in middle school, and they have done everything together ever since then. Together, they've started businesses, they've worked together, they've invested money, have moved to the same town, and have often dreamed about our families making it big together. Since we have taken risks together and they are so close, my husband feels it's fair to give him one-third of the cash prize. And his reasoning is that for starters, we are not going on this new journey in life alone. And secondly, it's going to be suspicious to make all this money suddenly, and it will just be more easy to explain if Tommy suddenly makes money as well, since we do everything together. I, however, feel it's risky to share that we have come into this money because Tommy's family tends to be more flashy and they like to show off. And I don't fully trust that they will keep it quiet or be modest enough to not raise suspicion. This is very important because I've seen community members attack people with far less money just because they feel entitled to it. This could jeopardize our safety, so I want to avoid it if at all possible. Also, I'm not really comfortable with this plan to add Tommy and his wife as members of our LLC just to claim the prize. And this is because I think it could have them feeling more entitled to a bigger chunk or just trying to take all the money in general. My husband thinks I'm being selfish and 
and he won't enjoy our newfound wealth if his friend isn't living the same lifestyle, but I think we could find a way to later give them some money after figuring out a way to explain how we came into money without telling them that we won the lottery, and I honestly have no idea how to do that yet. So honestly, am I the jerk for not wanting to tell them that we won the lottery and for not wanting to split the money with anyone except for me and my husband? Am I being selfish here? What should I do? First and foremost, in my personal opinion, winning the lottery has got to be both a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing because suddenly you have money that will last you a lifetime. You will never have to worry about rent, food, fixing your car, medical expenses, anything like that. If you play your cards right and you're smart with that money, you will have exactly what you need for the rest of your life. Now, also, in my personal opinion, when it comes to telling other people about this money, I really don't think it's a good idea to bring anyone else into this that could possibly stick their hands in your prize. Like, I think your husband's intentions are very noble, but I really think it's misguided. This money is literally going to change your life. If you think you can still live in the same house you've lived in before, you've got another thing coming. Like, this is why people move states when they win the lottery. Everybody around them, and I mean everybody, is about to find out that you are a millionaire, and you've got buckets of money, and you better believe that everybody and their mother is going to want a piece of that. So personally, I am definitely with the original poster here. I don't think it's a good idea to bring your friend in on this. I also think if you haven't done it already, it's time to get an attorney and a financial advisor. Because unless you want this money to basically ruin your life, you're going to need both of those to really make sure you do this all correctly. Because otherwise, it's just going to be a nightmare. And I can only see this getting worse well before it gets any better. Am I the jerk for taking back my sister's invite after she refused to go since I didn't invite my mom to my wedding? Here's what happened. So when I was 16, my parents split due to my mom having an affair with a friend of my dad's. I was at the age where I could decide who to live with as well, and I chose my dad. My sisters chose to shuffle back and forth. Me and my sisters have never really been close afterwards. I have not spoken to my mom since I graduated back in 2014, and my sisters have been complaining about it ever since. My sisters don't like my stepmom while I love her, so they don't come to my dad's much, which we are both honestly fine with. I don't speak to them unless necessary around the holidays. I did not attend my older sister's wedding due to the tension, so I've never even met her husband. I'm currently engaged, and our wedding is in December. I plan to invite both my sisters for the sake of my fiancé, who wanted them there. My younger sister isn't coming because I did not invite my mom, and instead have my stepmom involved, and I'm honestly happy with that. My older sister pretends to be this big family person on social media, so I think for appearances she was going to come. After I sent the invite, she called and said it wasn't right to phase our mom out, considering her side of the family will be there. I said I didn't ask for her advice on the guest list. She said in solidarity with our other sister, as well as our mother, she is not going to attend. So I said, okay, great. And this was about a month ago. Last week, I got a call from a random number who ended up being my brother-in-law, saying he spoke with my sister and she wanted to come to the wedding. I said that isn't what she originally said. He said she was just trying to force something and that was wrong and she wanted to attend. I said it was way too late as the offer had been taken away. He said that family was important and that it would be a good step. And then I asked who in the world he even was, as I've never even met the guy. He said my sister is too proud to call, so he did it for her. I said it was too bad her ego was that big that she would allow her husband to do her dirty work. So still, there was no invite. I pretty much told the guy that family wasn't that important, given I don't even know who he is, and that his wife tried to threaten me. So I was honestly done with it. He said a few other things about family, and I just laughed at him, telling him I don't even know him. They obviously want a free dinner, and he should grow a pair and get 
get his back from my sister. My fiance heard most of the conversation and said I was being a jerk to him, even if my sister was being toxic. I told them that the jerk thing is to call on your wife's behalf about an issue that literally doesn't concern you. And now I was just throwing their toxicity right back in their face. So I need to know, am I the jerk for taking back my sister's invite to my wedding? I don't think you're the jerk. It really does sound like your sister's playing games. She both wants to take the high ground while also securing some spot in your wedding. But honestly, she can't have it both ways. She needs to make a choice. Either be there and stand in solidarity with her mom or come to the wedding and be somewhat of a sister that she has clearly never been in your upbringing. And it is really showing that she had her husband come in and literally do her dirty work for her. I think you're 100% right in that regard. If she really wanted to come along, she should have apologized, said, hey, I'm really sorry, and then asked politely if she can come to the wedding. But instead, she had some third-party husband that you've never even met try and accomplish this for her, all the while he's spouting off all this stuff about family. And I totally agree with the original poster. The irony of this situation is that you've never even met this guy. Like, literally, he is a stranger trying to lecture you about family. Like, is he kidding? So no, I don't blame you for taking back this invitation. She was being incredibly toxic, and you know what? This is the result of her actions. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Am I the jerk for selling my late grandmother's house against my brother's wishes, despite his childhood dream of always wanting to live there? Here's what happened. Last year, my grandmother passed away, leaving behind a reasonably large house in a small coastal town. This house is something you would see on a postcard, a lovely Victorian-era home with a view of the sea. It has been in our family for generations, and it holds an immense amount of sentimental value for all of us, particularly my younger brother. Since we were children, my younger brother has always always been enchanted by that house. He would spend hours exploring every nook and cranny, daydreaming about the life he'd lead there. As we grew older, his dream never wavered. He wanted to live in that house. But when our grandmother's will was read, it turned out she had left the house to me. I was living in the city, happily settled with my own family and career. My brother, on the other hand, was still living paycheck to paycheck, constantly in between jobs and often borrowing money from our parents or me. Seeing the state of the house after our grandmother's passing, 
building, it was clear it needed serious renovation. There were issues with the plumbing, the roof needed repairs, and the old wiring was a safety hazard. All these renovations were necessary to make the house habitable, and they would cost a significant amount of money, money that my brother didn't have and I wasn't in a position to provide without jeopardizing my own family's financial stability. Taking all of this into account, I decided selling the house was the best option. The housing market was favorable, and we stood to make a considerable profit from the sale. My plan was to split the money equally. I wasn't in dire need of all the money as we lived somewhat comfortably, but my brother would have a substantial amount to clear his debts and could rent or even buy a small place where he could start fresh. My brother proposed that I sell the house to him at a considerably lower price than the market value. I declined this offer as the amount he was offering was significantly less and it was almost all of his savings, leaving very little left in terms of living costs and expenses. I told him that it wasn't a good idea for him, nor was it beneficial to me and my family, whereas selling it for a much higher value on the open market and splitting the money with him meant we both walked away with much better financial situations. My brother was heartbroken and accused me of betraying him and selling off his dreams. I tried to explain my perspective, that it was for his own good, but he saw it as me being pragmatic at the cost of his feelings. He stopped talking to me, and the rest of our family took his side, saying that I was selfish. This whole situation has left me riddled with guilt. I never wanted to upset my brother, but I genuinely believed, and I still believe, that selling the house was in our best interest, especially his. And also, Ben had offered me about 30% of the market value, so me selling it to him would not have been the same as just splitting it 50-50. And while my brother did inherit other belongings, the value was much less than the house. My grandma knew he wasn't well off when it came to financial decisions, and did not leave it to me with the intent of it being kept around for generations. So am I the jerk for selling my grandmother's house, even though my brother desperately wanted it? Honestly, this is a really tough decision that I'm glad you made. For several reasons, it would have been an awful idea to sell this to your brother. He is not financially stable, and he would not have been able to pay for all the repairs that would have been necessary just to make that place safe to live in. I think by selling this house off, you probably protected your brother from a lot of problems in his life. Because he's living paycheck to paycheck. And sure, the house is like a dream. But that dream could have turned into a nightmare if the electrical system, I don't know, caught on fire one day. Or maybe the roof would have caved in because it hasn't been up to code. Or something like that. There are a lot of things that could have gone wrong in that house had your brother finally gotten a chance to live in it. And it sounds like this is a really old house. And you better believe if any of those things happened to the house, he would be knocking on your door to try and figure it out financially. And that, in my opinion, just sounds obnoxious. And it's not something I would ever want to put up with. So yes, it really was a hard decision. But honestly, in my opinion, I really think this was for the best. Am I the jerk for making my neighbor's kids cry after humiliating them in front of the entire neighborhood? Here's what happened. So I'm an 18-year-old female and I live with my two older siblings. Recently, new people moved in right next to us and they have kids. They are a bit loud, which was a bit annoying, but they were kids and kids do that. I didn't really have a problem with them until they started ding-dong ditching us. I don't even know if it could be considered ding-dong ditching because they literally kick the door like they're trying to impersonate the FBI. They hang out in front of our house and do it every 10 to 20 minutes. Keep in mind, they kick really hard. My sister was going to call the police in a fit of rage, but I told her no because talking to their parents or calling the police might just make it worse. I don't know the kid's situation at home and confronting the parents might make it bad for them, but they keep doing it more often and a lot harder. There are literally dents and scuffs on the door and I'm seriously getting annoyed along with my siblings. They clearly don't see the security camera right in front of the door so I know their intelligence is lacking. 
lacking, so I'm not going to yell at them. Instead, I wrote a sign in front of the door, kindly asking them to stop, because my siblings work from home, and it is extremely distracting. But it keeps happening. They rip up the sign, and then they spit on it. So I just can't take it anymore. I slip on some socks and slippers, and I go next door to talk to the parents. The mom said it's not that big of a deal. My door wasn't seriously damaged, and that they were just kids and trying to have fun. And if it's that distracting, I should just put on some headphones. But my last straw is when these kids mess with my packages outside the door. They would shake them and throw the box against the stairs. So I snapped and decided to take screenshots of all the security footage of them being a menace. I make a poster with their face on it, the damage that they've done to them, and photo evidence of them being menaces. I type out, neighbors be on the lookout. Local doorstop gremlins may terrorize your front door, which I found funny at the time. I print it out and tape it all over the neighborhood. My other neighbor finds it hilarious because those kids have been doing the same to her and she confronted the parents too. And the parents did nothing. But today, I got a giant knock on the door and it wasn't the little snot-nosed kids. This time, it was the mom. She called me all kinds of names for humiliating her kids. She said that her kids were crying and they were traumatized to go outside. She yells at me and drops pieces of the ripped up poster on my doormat and then walks away. So am I the jerk for humiliating those kids for all that they've done to our door? First and foremost, the mother in this story is an awful mother. Is she seriously justifying her stupid kids' behavior? Like she's seriously gonna look in these people's eyes and say, oh, if you don't like the noise of my kids kicking your door in, just put headphones on. Like, I'm sorry, that's not gonna fly. Your kids are busting in my door. The original poster even goes on to say that they're really surprised that a 10-year-old could even do that. I mean, there are literal dents and scuffs on the door. There's no way that anyone can really justify that and still keep a straight face. And personally, if I was in your shoes, I absolutely would have called the police. That is damaging someone else's property. That is also blatant harassment towards you and your family. And there's no way you should have to put up with that. But overall, I really do like your solution. You humiliated those little punks right then and there. And you basically taught them a lesson that if they want to try and mess around, then they are definitely going to find out. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.